Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy Broadcasting Live here at Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery in the heart of downtown Bellevue. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with soon-to-arrive co-host Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange, and then guest host Larissa of Pashi Magazine. Hello, my dear. Hello. <laughs> and I'm actually going to let you introduce your um, guest. Okay. Because I didn't put it in my notes, and and all of my listeners know I get a little bit, uh, yeah, out there someday. <laughs> and so you brought in your stylist. Yes, this is our style editor. So she does fashion, beauty. She does all the editing for that, but her focus is is definitely fashion. Um, her name's Angelique Ashton, and she's actually a designer herself, which is why I went to her. Not only is she a magnificent writer, but she can style away with her own stuff. So I love it. We, we've had fun chatting here before the show about some of the little details and, and what you guys got going on. I'm so excited for you guys and your new everything. It's like, yay! <laughs> um, and then we also have Dr. Robert um, with Bellevue Wellness. Yeah. And you guys came in and um, you're going to be telling us a little bit about you here in a few, um, but you guys have the massage. So our listeners who show up today are going to get a little um, upper body massage, a little neck and shoulder massage. Um, what about guests? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, most definitely the guests. Most definitely the guests. That's, a, that's always a, a must. So uh, anyway, welcome everybody. Uh, if you're listening to the show, please feel free to give us a call in at 323-843-6090. Today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom Galleries, um, Leon Sellers, and House Wines. We're here chatting Savvy Spring Trends, um, the newly launched Poshy Magazine, and of course we'll be covering Socially Acceptable, Unacceptable, and Socially Savvy Hints. So, how is everybody doing today? I know it's been a little gloomy for, I don't know, like it seems like forever. I feel like we could technically, I I now understand the whole London fog thought process. (laughs) Um, Are you guys, is everybody from um, this area, the Seattle area? Yes. What do you guys? Have? I I don't remember this kind of fogginess happening much in the past. I just moved to North Bend, so it's like extra foggy. It's a little oh, strange. It's, it's been it's been interesting. So and those of us. Oh yes, the lakes are frozen and it has been snowing every day, but snow doesn't really stick around here for some strange reason. So all of our listeners from all over the country, everybody always assumes that Seattle is all about the rain. Well, let me tell you, we haven't seen a whole lot of rain, but we've seen a whole lot of gray. Very true. So kind of kind of out there. Um, well, the first thing we're going to chat about is, of course, we start our show off with an on-air wine tasting, and everybody has a glass of red Sangiovese from Leon Sellers here. So give it a swig and let's know what you think about it. This is absolutely one of my favorites that they do, um, just because I think it's a, a nice, light, everyday wine, and I've literally used it for like every day for a week in a row. <laughs> so what do yeah, you guys think? Oh, yes. Well, I just um, recently got into red wine, probably um, within the last six months or so, and I actually really like this. This is I'm very picky about my... I think it's a good one. I think you make a really good point, too, because um, a lot of people, for some reason, I've heard a lot of people that are just now breaking into red wines. It's like, this is the breaking into red wine time. It, it is. A lot of my friends who drink white forever and ever and ever, and I just really feel like the Sangiovese is a great place to start when you're looking at thinking about trying red wine. Yeah. Yeah. It's so smooth. It's a good 
very yeah. smooth, yeah. And it's also winter, though. Mm-hmm. Red, heavier wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm a big cab. I, I love oh, cab. I'm all cab over. And I used to, I threw it out, of course, you know, they say you want to, if you've never drank wine before and you want to um, program your palate, you start with whites and there's a, um, a systematic way of helping to train your palate quicker. Um, Zinfandels, Bouveret, uh, Chardonnays, um, Viognier are thrown in there somewhere, and then you start going through your reds. And uh, I had, that's how I had started, but then um, it wasn't until I started white studies that I went back to the whites and really started enjoying the whites. Cause I that's exactly what I'm doing now, too. I, I started with the whites, did the ramp up, uh-huh. and enjoy a glass of red wine. It's been my staple for years. Oh, yeah. I'm just now going back, back to the whites. Viognier's and Bouveret's are my favorite, favorite white wines, and that's just me, but I don't know if that's a, a red wine drinker thing or not. But. Well, they're even, they have more, um, and I can't remember the name of them, the pink wines, they call Oh, them. yes, the rose, the rose, rose, rose yes. Oh, I, yes. I've always had occasional Chardonnay, but the pink wines, those are awesome. I love those. Those are very good. Well, and my sparkling, I'm a big sparkling wine champagne person, and so you add the, those those blush, you know, colors. Yeah. I'm just like uh, in the bathtub every day. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty, they're they bubbly, they make me happy. But the red wines, those are the most healthy. Those actually yeah, help you to lose weight. True. And I'm so I'm all over well, my red wine. <laughs> yeah, they help maintain yeah. your, your um inner organs. Uh the integrity of all of your core organs is what I understand. Yeah. So yeah. So we've gone on about our red wine. We love our red wine. Best I am. Okay. Um their Sangiovese is absolutely favorite uh, of ours. You can find them if you go to um, Leon Wines. Uh, they're affiliated with Girly Girl Wines. And um, I did not put all the, the notes down here, but we will have a, the link up on Facebook. So um, if you want to check out their wines, go there and just let them know that we sent you. Uh, we also want to thank Sweet Lounge for bringing appetizers today. Um, I'm going to tell you guys to go over and grab a little plate. We've got three different appetizers that they have brought over to share with us. Um, we're going to be tasting them and talking about them on air. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Sweet Lounge is located in the heart of Bellevue here in the same building as the Hyatt Hotel. It's a swank, sophisticated, grown-up spot. Um, I'm sure there's been, unfortunately, a lot of negative press about you know nightlife and stuff with what happened over at Munch Bar. Um, Sweet was that place that Munch Bar did not come to. <laughs> They hold a different standard as well as um, they have a very cultural kind of feel. The, the demographer from my background, um, I'm 43, so I'm totally comfortable over there. And the demographic is like 30 to, to 50. I think that's social, what I like. I feel like because um, there's even other lounges here in the area where it's a little bit older. And I feel as, you know, I'm 34. Uh-huh. And I felt young in some of those places. In other places, I felt old. Too old. Yeah. And I feel like... It's sweet. It's kind of that. It's fit. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Very much yes. That's a very good one. I like that. It's a very fun. And they're they're awesome in supporting the community and stuff too. So there's been a lot of fun events and and all of our listeners who showed up today are getting complimentary appetizer cards to them today. That's nice. Yes, we love our listeners. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to have a couple contests coming up. We're going to be talking on air. Um, Venice is Sinking is one of the biggest events that hits Seattle every year. It is Party with a Cause. Yes. Um, masks are required. You will be turned away at the door if you show up with a costume and no mask. They will not let you in. I love that. Well, and if you need a mask, Angelique here Oh, fabulous. Oh, okay. We need to talk and we need to talk now. <laughs> I'm used to it. Last year I had my mask painted on me, and my artist is going to be out of town. So I'm like, okay, I may have to actually wear a mask. So. Yes, I do them out of rhinestones. So oh, yes. Oh, 
Okay, we're still totally talking. Um, anyway, Venice is thinking it's posted all over the internet, Facebook. We are actually going to be giving away a ticket today. Um, somebody who is wise enough to be listening to the show, you will get first dibs at that ticket. So if you are listening right now um, and you want to call in and try to win that ticket, um, again, the number to call in is 323-843-6090. Tell us something about your, face, your favorite socially savvy episode, and um, there's a good chance that you will win that ticket to Venice's Thinking March 9th. Okay. We always start off the show with socially savvy hints because, you know, we want to be um, tactful, subtle, um, you know, when you start a conversation, you don't go guns a-blazing. You start off subtly. You get to know people. You, you kind of dance around a little bit. So we're starting off with our socially savvy hints. Um, we're talking uh, spring savvy trends today. And so my socially savvy hint, I'll go ahead and start, is um, if you want to be savvy with new trends, first be aware of how you look in them. Good. Things Good. to Good. check Good. for. <laughs> Things to check for, ladies, hemlines when you bend over. Okay, there's a test. It's called you back up to your mirror, you bend over, and then you look back over your shoulder. If you can see the hint, the possibility, the assumed, maybe, is that my pink underwear? Don't, no, no. Either if you're going to wear it, understand that you're going to assume the position of standing up straight all night, or just don't do it because... I'm sorry, most of the photographers will not edit that out, and you will have an embarrassing picture floating out there around the Internet with, you know, your cute little pink panties. Now, if that's the kind of thing you're into, you're probably not going to be invited to a whole lot of, quote-unquote, social events. Um, so watch that. Uh, well, yes, that's a whole other topic altogether. Oh, yeah, if you're, if you're not wearing, then we assume that you're wanting to share with the world, <laughs> which is usually the, the case in that, but yeah. Um, so take a look at your hemlines. Make sure to watch your necklines, ladies. Um, you know, if you're, depending on your social environment that you're walking into, you can get away with a plunging neckline, but not if you're going to be bending over helping kindergartners. Not if you're going to be bending over serving people. Um, Again, if you're trying to get that kind of attention, you're probably at the wrong social setting. We're talking about social settings. We're not talking about um, private parties, you know, at somebody's house where it's a beer keg and all that. We're talking about you're out at a fashion show or you're going to um, a luncheon or you're going to a dinner or a fundraiser. You, you want to really be conscious. It's not that you shouldn't be able to show off your assets, but there are other people around you that you want to consider. And... Um, the main consideration to take into effect is, as us as ladies, we want to be considerate for the men because they respond, period. They are male. Well, and, and you know, punchy necklines are fantastic. There's reasons why there's fashion tape and things like that to to keep things yes. in place. Yeah, that's you know, a great one. Have, I love that. You can have a punchy <coughs> neckline if, if it's, you know, tasteful, but you look on the red carpet, how many of, you know, the celebrities? Yeah, yeah, it's a free body type, very much yeah. so, you know. But I, but I think that there's so many options out there to make sure that they're worn appropriately. Yes, there That's are. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. And, be, and again, you know, we're talking about being aware. Um, watch how the cling of the clothes fits to your body type. You know, I'm 43 years old. I am not skinny right now. I'm not probably going to give up my food. So there are some clothes <laughs> that I will not be... I, I mean, I'm working really hard. I'll look decent in a bathing suit. Not pretty, but decent in Mexico, comparatively. Um, but there are certain things with, with my body shape that just wouldn't look pretty. I don't care how trendy it is. You've got to be aware and take a look. Does, how does this 
does it cut you off? Does it make you look short and fat? And yeah, I'm using the word fat. Ladies, we do look fat. And muffin top, there, it is never pretty. It is never okay. There is nothing about muffin top that is a fashion statement. Well, and high-waisted swimsuits and jeans are all coming back in style again. So uh, there's, if, if you feel like that... That scares me. So not mom jeans. High-waisted, you know, very retro, you know, 60s, 70s look. Not, not the 80s. Again, again. also, or your body type, though. Because that yes. can accentuate the belly if you have a belly. Yes. But yes, be aware. If you have to have you know, a little smaller buttoned out on top, lunging necklines are great on you. Yeah. And wear them with high-waisted jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Just being aware. Um, trend is one thing, but looking your best should always trump. So, my, my big thing is dress appropriately for your age. Oh. You know, I, I think that's, that's my, you know, I, I'm trying now that I'm in my 30s, you know, should I be shopping juniors anymore? You know, okay, this, that, brings up, this brings up a really good topic because I love that you brought this up because I pushed the mark on this. I'm 43 years old. I don't look it. And I certainly don't act it. <laughs> but in pushing that mark, it's like, okay, I'm going to say, I'll go down when I'm looking to go out to like the sweet lounge or something and I'm looking for a cocktail, a fun cocktail dress because of the way things fit me. I do go down to the juniors and I'll walk around and... And I was thinking about that about this last week because I hear all, all the time people are saying, you know, dress age appropriate. I want to define age appropriate a little bit by age appropriate and event. I, yes, and I also think a piece of clothing just because it's in juniors, you know, some of it, poofy skirts and things like that, too old for. Yeah, yeah. But, no but matter what you do, you're going to look too old. I get a lot of cocktail dresses in the juniors. They oh, cost yeah. a lot less money. Oh, yeah. That's Disposable clothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think that there are things in the junior section that are not age-appropriate. And, you know, I, I find as I get older that I'm naturally trending towards, you know, older clothes. But at the same time, I also don't want to dress too old for my age either. I hear you. And, and that's where I think it's kind of funny because we do bring this up often. I hear topics all the time. People are like, you know, she really needs to dress more age-appropriate. And I think that there's understanding age-appropriate in, in certain settings. And there are some things. I'm sorry. If you're 50 years old, I don't care if you look 30. There's there's not a 50-year-old that I know that looks 25. But if you're 50 years old and wearing a bow headband, oh, no, 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 not so much. the worst I ever saw. This is not Hello Kitty on crack, no. I saw an, probably no exaggeration, 80-year-old woman in... A, in a Rite Aid once, and she had a pink cowboy hat, a little pink mini skirt, and pink cowboy boots. And I was like, what is happening here? And that was the day I said to my don't you ever let me leave a house looking like that. <laughs> it was. A big one for me is tights are not leggings. Yes! I'm sorry, but tights are not leggings. Oh, I love that. You can I love that. Yeah. yeah. Don't wear and them especially out. when you don't wear underwear. I mean, hello. Hello, Jason. Hello. It is so good to have you show. I, know. <laughs> I was freaking out a little bit. I'm like, okay, we could just. I'm so glad we had a co-host. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just right behind you. Oh,
know. How about wear a long shirt if you're going to wear tights? Well, and that's the thing is tights were meant uh, for under a skirt. For, for under, yeah, yeah, tights are meant as a warm, um, what sort of alternative, alternative to nylon. Yeah, exactly. Okay, tights were not made so that you could wear a t-shirt with them and go to the grocery store just like pajamas belong in the bedroom, not the yes. grocery store. Yes. I am sorry. Yes. We are talking socially savvy fashion trends and we're pajamas. Talking about we're talking about, yes, don't wear your pajamas out, for God's sake. You're driving us all up the wall. There was a guy that just robbed a bank or something in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on PJ. Oh, my God. Oh, and then I have to say, I was out um, in the Bellevue area, and on an escalator, I took the picture, I haven't decided if I'm going to post it yet, Gangster uh-huh. had, he had bright red underwear on, I'm telling you, and his shorts were all the way past his butt, and I'm like, going, serious? I'm, I, I was dumbstruck. I even had time to stand there and take two pictures, because the first one was <laughs> showing, you know, showing his whole face, and I thought, no, I can't show the face, because then somebody could come after me, but I can show that, oh my God. We saw, we were Just totally terrible. 
Uh, Richard Nixon, when he was when he wasn't having a scotch, kept the bottle on his desk, which I think some presidents need to. Uh, was another martini. Uh, in that, at least, he stands beside our current president, though Barack Obama prefers vodka and his. Uh, Harry Truman and Lyndon Johnson were perfect drinkers. As well as Ulysses S. Grant, famously, Justin Van Buren was another whiskey fan indeed. One of his nicknames was Blue Whiskey Van. Anybody like tequila? No, actually, yeah. I'll stand out to a little bit more. Um, well, where's the whiskey? Teddy Roosevelt loved uh, Mint Julep. And then also, speaking of uh, presidents down there, Mario Garcia Moncal, president of Cuba from 1913 to 
Hello. And you are calling in from? I'm calling in from Auburn, Washington. Awesome. Well, it's so good to hear you. Um, and your name. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. My name is Linda Eves. Linda oh, Eves. Linda. Nice to hear you. Hi, Linda. I know. It's like, okay. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm really great, just uh, enjoying the nice long weekend and uh, getting ready to get back into the swing of things tomorrow and go back to work. Oh, yes. Don't we just love that work name? (laughs) (laughs) So did you have some great information to give to us, or are we calling for the contest? Well, I was calling just with a comment. I really enjoyed um, the show on December 3rd. It was the recap of the... um, uh, Venice, not Venice is thinking. I got that on my mind too. But the Fifty Shades of Grey, I had yes. the flu that weekend, and I had to miss it, and I was so mad. But um, I really appreciated your coverage um, of it and talking about it, and also talking about the tips as far as attending social events and and um, really fully participating. I think that was the show that you talked about that. I, I really enjoyed it because I'm new to the social scene in Seattle and getting invited to a bunch of different kind of parties. And it's nice to have a little bit of a etiquette and tips. Oh, we love that. Well, that is so awesome. And it's funny that you should bring up the Fifty Shades because um, I believe it's next week. It's either next week or the following week that we are going to be launching the Fifty Shades interviews that we did that night. Ooh. Oh, so very that, good. Yeah, and there's some really naughty interviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. So, Linda, how do we spell your last name? E-A-V-E-S. Okay, you are entered in for the um, Benefit Thinking ticket tonight. So we will let you know on Facebook if you win. What was that? I missed it. I said you will be entered in for the for the um, Venice is Thinking. We're giving away a ticket to the event on February 9th, Venice is Thinking. So you called in and you told us what your favorite show was, and you will be entered for that. So you'll there's um, only going to be a couple people who have the opportunity to win that ticket today. Oh, well, thank you very much, and, and I enjoy your show, and uh, I'm glad I was able to get in tonight and speak to you. Awesome. Thanks so much for calling. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. I feel so bad because we were just ending and then we had another caller and I didn't get over to them at time. So if you're listening live and you were just calling in, please call us back. Um, we are would love to take your call. We love the questions. We love the questions and um, we want. I want a few people to have a shot at this ticket. Yeah. Um, I believe, actually, Pachi, you guys were... I'm putting up a couple tickets to that yes. event. Yes, two tickets. So we have two tickets from Pasheen. Oh, here they are. Somebody has called back. Let's go ahead and take this call. Mm-hmm. Hello, listener. This is LB Duchess of Socially Savvy. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I am awesome. And who is this? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from Tacoma, and I'm Teresa Potter. Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Awesome. <laughs> So what did we say tonight that prompted you to call in and give us a little bit of heads up? Well, this is my first this is my first time listening and I was bawling laughing. <laughs> because as a photographer Oh yeah. I often turn my camera when I see things like <laughs> or whatnot. And um I actually had a question for you for I I do a lot of wedding and events, and so I tend to wear a uniform, which means that I tend to wear all black. Uh-huh. But now that I'm doing more um, social events, and I'm a 
girl with curvy features. What do you suggest for somebody who may not have the tonest arms or um, what what do you think is socially appropriate to wear to an event where people are wearing mini dresses, but you don't, you know, you don't look good in that? Um, well, you know what? That's a really, I love that question. That's a great question because I think a lot of women um, get kind of self-conscious, especially when we're going in feeling like we're we're walking into a social atmosphere. I'll give you a little bit of background. I also did events photography, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Um, I what I used to do, and um, is you know, depending on the event, you're seeing a lot of weddings and stuff. Jackets are a fabulous way to feel to dress something up real quick and feel covered. Um, and jackets also give you a little bit more comfort around the arm area, so they don't have to be tight. I feel like they're a little bit more forgiving. Uh, when you're looking at fastening something up, what I would typically do for me is I would wear a little bit longer jacket and then wear those little cute skirts, you know, something that's got a little bit of attitude. And wear, like what we were talking about earlier, tights or something that has a fun um, pattern. Figure out what your um, what you would consider your best focus features are and play off of those. Uh, so when you're, when you're doing your photography, do you feel comfortable being in heels? Uh, I do now. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that would be a great place, again, to make your fashion statement, um, especially if you're wearing black a lot and, like, say, you happen to know what the color of the wedding is. You know, maybe it's a, a mulberry color. Uh, one of the things I've always told people is if you want to introduce a color, just make sure it's in three places. Start with your heels, your jewelry, and maybe a blouse underneath your jacket or a nice blouse um, that you're wearing. If it's, if it's a longer one, you can get away with that and some trendy pants and still look really professional as well. Very, very forgiving. The one thing I would say is cap sleeves are the worst. I think oh, they are. If you are not nice. If you are not, if you do not want to focus on your arms, cap sleeves are out. Even even go sleeveless before cap sleeves. I agree. I've done a lot of halter tops because even though my arms, I don't think, are, are really pretty in pictures, with that, they're prettier than when I wear a sleeve. <laughs> halter tops are great for that because sometimes you, you do want to go. It's hot and you... You don't want to wear a jacket. Yep. And it might not be appropriate, and I think halters are a great way to take away from the arm because you're pulling it in. Yep, I would agree. Thank well, you. Hope, you bet. I hope that helps, and we're so excited that you are listening tonight. Oh, I, I've got one more question if we have a little bit of time. Oh, most definitely. What is a socially appropriate amount of liquor to drink at an event? <laughs> okay. Okay, we, we got this. <laughs> So it depends. It does. I was going to say, you know, one of the things to consider is understanding your alcoholic threshold. So for somebody like me, I drink wine several times a week. So for me to drink two glasses of wine in an event, if, if I'm not driving, let me just preface that, if I'm not driving, um, that's not uncommon uh, in a social setting where maybe I'm buying it or there's a lot of wine. Um, if you're going into a tasting, you want to be aware um, it's supposed to be a tasting, so it's supposed to get small amounts. Mm -hmm. It's okay to go back and ask for a second tasting if it's something that you're interested in possibly purchasing. Um, so that would be something to consider. But uh, is there a specific kind of event that you were thinking about that you had the question? No, it's just kind of an observation because I usually go to an event as um, a photographer. I get that people watch. And you have some okay. people that seem to be drinking you know, their glass of champagne and they're making their rounds and they're they're being social while they're drinking, but then you have people that are getting really out of control and I keep thinking, Wow, why are these people here? 
Mooches. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like um, there's kind of a time and place for everything. Yes. Yes. And, and I was curious really on important. if there's kind of a formula for um, two drinks is pretty socially. It really depends on the venue and the, the, the event itself. But, and I just really have to know yourself. You have yeah. to know what is my personal limit. And yeah, that I mean, comes with experience. You have to drink a lot.
Cascade Ice Water is a zero-calorie, sugar-free flavored sparkling water that eliminates all the unnecessary, unhealthy extras found in other flavored waters like sugar, sodium, carbs, caffeine, and gluten. Follow their blog at www.cascadeicewater.com backslash blog. Um, Okay, so we've been chatting a little bit about trends and stuff. We uh, didn't really get a chance. I want Larissa to tell us a little bit about Poshy Magazine, our uh, guest today. And you guys just launched this last month. Yes, we January were 1st. so excited yes. to be a part of your launch party. Um, I love what you guys have going on. I love that you had the courage to launch something brand new. Uh, and I love that you're trying to reestablish fashion in the Northwest. And that would be Jason. <laughs> Uh, I love you, Jason. We need to keep the action going and just, you know, keep you on your feet. So tell us about Poshy. So a few of us, um, we, we currently have 25 writers, and wow. a lot of the writers that we have were either friends of mine or people that I was blogging with, and we were all blogging for different, you know, fashion blogs or beauty blogs or different, um, you know, some of them were tech blogs, and, you know, the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, Seattle doesn't have a monthly magazine here about fashion. Nope. And we are the fourth largest fashion city in the country, only after New York, LA, and San Francisco. Okay, so I want you to re-say that, because I think a lot of people really think that Seattle area has no style. So we have a reiterate that again. Yeah, we are the fourth. fourth fashion city in the country. And our underground fashion scene, which is called underground because no one knows about it, is huge. And Angelique actually introduced me to it, um, which is really what opened my eyes to let's let's expose this. And her and I had talked before and um, as soon as I decided to do a magazine, I immediately went to Angelique and said, You need to be my style editor. She I love that. She does everything. I mean she knows about it. even if she's not at the event, she knows about them. And there are so many that I would never even have known and there is so much style here. We know what's going on. We're not Birkenstocks and socks, as I like to say. I love that. I love that. <laughs> we are a huge fashion city that, that needs to be exposed. And, and of course, Poshi talks about so much more than fashion. I mean, we talk about technology, finance. You know, uh, there was a great article last month in our magazine about making friends with an adult. I and love that because I think most people think that as an adult, if you don't have those skills, it ain't going to happen. I didn't yeah. get my, my friend making skills since I was almost 35. Yes. <laughs> no, I agree. That's a good one. And your friend making yeah. skills change. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah. what you look for in a friend. And, and she talks about that in her magazine. And our writers vary from, we have an RN that talks about our wellness. We have an MBA that talks about our, you know, business aspects of the magazine. Oh, I love we, it. We have real industry leaders that are writing these you know, not just in our magazine, but we also have a blog that we keep up. It is definitely secondary to our magazine. Um, it is something that, like, Angelique just wrote an article um, about the People's Choice Awards and the fashions that were going on that night. And, you know, we we just try to keep up that way to kind of keep the momentum going. <laughs> Maybe get that good tour. Oh, yes, most definitely. But here, I'll let Angelique tell a little bit, you know, from the fashion perspective. I love that. Well, I guess from the fashion perspective, I'm coming at it from just knowing the, the underground industry that we do have here in Seattle. And I have a lot of friends that it's really, it's a family. It's a very small niche 
that we have here in Seattle. And it's, it's bigger than anybody realizes, but it's small in terms of we all know each other and it's family. So being a part of Poshy Magazine, now I get a platform to help my friends get exposure. So that, that's kind of my, my first goal is to make sure I get all of my friends featured in the magazine. I love that. Oh, I love that. Seattle as far as fashion So underground, I know. Since I've been here, I've known a lot about it, but it's always been, you know, oh, when are you going to this fashion show? Oh, I do know about that. Oh, I wonder that from so and so and so and so. And even the bigger magazines here in town don't cover that. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to change that. And yeah. we're trying to bring the fashion scene way more mainstream in Seattle. And we right. want to make sure that Seattle Fashion Week happen, number one, and get some coverage this year. Well, we have Seattle Metropolitan that's going to be coming out. Eduardo is going to be heading that one up. I was talking with um, uh, Sonaria and um, Nivili. I always mispronounce names. She's going to kill me. I absolutely adore these people. But they have been a big part of bringing it, you know, into the, the limelight. And, you know, we have so many local designers that are, I mean, it's so funny. I, I can kind of think of them as superheroes. They have, you know, their regular jobs by day and then their fashion yes, jobs by night. You know, yeah. you've got your Brie Feely, you've got your Lena's, and, and yeah. um, then okay, she's going to kill me too. I never pronounce her name properly. I always want to say Zendini, but um, great shoe stylist. I mean, we have so much going on here. Yeah, I have a question. So, where would someone find, like, all these designers that are just Seattle-based? You know the local designers, not the like the show. Exactly. Yeah. So like just from the Posh magazine, correct? Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna gonna do a lot of advertising yeah. of yeah. local fashion Great. shows and keep the scene out there, out there, yeah, for everybody to know about. But yeah, there are fashion shows happening in Seattle weekly. Yeah. And and like on our site, we try to let um, on socially savvy. We try to put up events on the Facebook so that people can see. Oh, hey, there's a fashion show going on over here. There's a fundraiser over here. And we have an event page on our blog. Mm-hmm. That's great. I don't know if that was her, but we have an events page on our blog, and, and so if you click on that, and it's still new. It's not completely updated. We're working, you know, because we're so new. We just launched. You guys are fantastically new. <laughs> so, um, but we're we want people, and the and the events page that we have, we work with. Um, it's a brand new um, company here in Seattle too, called Hurry Out, and it's their events page, but they are partnering with us. To oh, allow that. people to go in, and you can put in your own event. So if you're a fashion designer out there and you want your event now, please put, put it, it out there because people can get to it from our site. So they will be looking for for those things. And Poshi is going to have its own little section in there, and, and they've been fantastic supporters of Poshi too. I love that, Jason. Something a lot of the fashion designers here in Seattle also have another problem, and I call it the uh, e-commerce problem. They're not able to get their voice out. They may have a website that has like one page, hey, check it out. And then you're like, okay, now, what do I do with that? I know some of them are inspirational and one of them more shows on the season. One of them yeah. can charge, you know, tons of money for it. But there's some other pop-up shops. When we were in New York, um, man, pop-up shops where you, you know, people making money off t-shirts and that was just like savings. You know, there's a great show on HBO called How to Make it in America. It really was all about, well, it went to three seasons. Yeah. And uh, that's all it was, was on how do you make it, how do you do it. A lot of times they don't have exposure, and that's the biggest problem I with a lot of the fashion people that we've interviewed and talked to, and I've yep. events for, yep. where they're like, hey, how do I how do I make them? How do I, you know, I want a dress, I want a suit, I want a sock, or whatever. And they don't have an outlet. You know? and, and that's what we're hoping, because our goal is everyone to not, to, to be a Seattle designer, and to bring a designer from the outside to share with Seattle, what's happening on the outside. Oh, well. I love that. So it's not just yeah, yeah. Seattle, but, you know, That's gonna be we fantastic. know what's going on everywhere else, too. So, But we do feature one Seattle designer every month, and that is 
very important to us. And, awesome. and, and luckily, we've not had any problem with people approaching us wanting to be a part of it. It's been, we've had a huge following already. <laughs> you guys are dynamic. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's coming and being able to be a part of the launch. I was so excited. I don't even know how I got on the list, but I was so thankful. <laughs> it was so much fun to, to meet and see and just the energy. Uh, it, it's so great to have Seattle have representation. Yeah. So we're very excited to be a part of what you guys are doing. And we're, and we're excited and we appreciate your support too. You're on our list because we love you. Aww. <laughs> also, Seattle, Washington in general is not so far out there. I know my, my friends live in you know, Colorado and they're like, oh, you're this flannel wearing hippie guy. It's like, no, yeah, no. Really? We're going to be touching base on those, uh, those trends yeah. here in just a minute. But uh, Washington is We have it making. Wine. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. So we're really big. We, we'll, we'll talk later about the Washington Wine Awards. Right oh, that, that's actually, we're going to have to do a follow-up show on that because yeah, we, did, we did the interviews. Um, you know, and I want to give a shout-out to um, the, what, the staff at the Washington State Wine Awards. Yeah. They were phenomenal. I mean, we ran some technical difficulties, and they were just so fabulous at trying to help us get over them. Yes, and you moved from one side to, to the, the other. other in a matter of seconds, quite literally. But um, Washington State Wine Awards, just to let everybody know, it's um, Washington State Wines puts it on, and they go out into the community, and they hand out awards to all of the wholesalers, restaurants, um, anybody, they, they created categories for anybody who was helping to support Washington wine as a whole, and uh, they did a phenomenal job. There were over 50 wineries pouring that night, and uh, so it was a great way to be a part of the industry and see what was coming up. So if you love wine, uh, just a heads up, Washington's got some fabulous stuff coming up. So I would um, head over to Washington State Wine Awards um, online and check out who those winners are. Um, we're going to do a little pre-interview um, show here, and then we'll launch the the interviews that we did. So we'll announce all of the winners so that you can go and have your little checklist of which wines you got to go try. Yep. The wine we're trying now is the Housewife uh, uh, Redland, Cabernet Sauvignon Merlot, so Cabernet Franc, which I just love, Cobb Franc. They're such it's a... Such wine. Yeah, and, and House Wine has been such a fabulous sponsor of uh, Socially Savvy. We absolutely love them. And when you're looking for a wine, I mean, the, the name House Wine, it really does say it all. It's just great for just having around a house all the time, drinking anytime. And just remember, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> just saying. Nope, this one, is, this one is different. We also have Bellevue Wellness Center here with us today, and we're going to take a quick second to have you tell us a little bit about who you guys are, because I just found you guys like two weeks ago, and I'm so excited. That's awesome. So we are a multidisciplinary <coughs> office. We offer chiropractic, uh, naturopathic services, rehabilitation, massage. We have a medical doctor on staff uh, for trigger point therapy, weight loss therapy. Wow. Uh, so we offer quite a bit, and it's a great experience. We take a patient who may have shoulder injuries and we're able to give them much more than just chiropractic. And I am a chiropractor, so I love chiropractic, obviously. But it's a great way faster and better um, than just the chiropractic side. So you work on scar tissue. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I love to hear that from a chiropractor. I have been to so many that it just, I feel like they don't see the overall picture. I love that it's hard yeah because they're just focused on them but in the actuality what you want to do is you want to focus and you know make your patients better and you want to do it as quickly and effectively as possible and so because we have so many 
<laughs> modalities we're able to like right be able now, to really get in there and and exactly. tweak tweak a lot yeah. you know, with different. We things. have a um, naturopath, Dr. Funk. She's doing weight loss therapy, so it's like wow. the HCG, but better. You know, you don't you can lose 14 pounds and or 14 pounds in 20 days. It's pretty amazing. Wow. So, and we're just we love helping people. That's our model. Our vision is to help every single person we can. I love that. Well, and it's fun. So uh, everybody who showed up here today, hopefully we'll have enough time, um, you're going to treat them to a quick little message. Yes, I'd love to. So. We'd also like to give away a free massage to one of your listeners. Oh, fabulous. Okay. So um, any of our listeners, um, get give a call in here. If you're listening to the show, we're gonna. I'm going to probably extend this for the week. Um, if you listen to the show, just Facebook us um, at LB Duchess or Socially Savvy. Let us know you listen to the show, and um, we will draw a winner this weekend for um, your massage. I think that's awesome. Thank you. And I believe that um, uh, for our swag bags, you guys are going to be putting stuff in in the future as well. Yeah, I look so, forward to it. Looking so, forward to it. This is my first LB experience. So I'm <laughs> We're a crazy little bunch. We are providers for most insurance. Love that. That's important for some people who want to get involved in their crazy because it is. Yep. They don't realize that. Oh, you know, massage isn't that weird thing. So I had a great chiropractor when I lived in New York, and very similar to you, where he saw the overall picture, and I felt like. Um, I I saw so much more improvement than the chiropractors that I saw before, and I love that. Yeah, and chiropractic yeah. by itself is not bad, but it's just you have so much, you have such a better result with different things. Like we do something called trigger point therapy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that. It's a great thing, especially if you're on the computer. Well, what it is is a natural anti-inflammatory, and we um, put it into the muscle. Our physician's assistant does. And it basically melts away any kind of trigger point or any kind of scar tissue or muscle mass. You have. Yeah, it's awesome. I need to come visit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to chat a little bit more about our socially savvy spring trends. Um, I did like um, seven seconds of research. I get these days trying to catch up and, and prepare for all these fun and different things we've been going on. Um, so I took literally took a sneak peek into the spring trends, and much to my very happy spot, um, stripes and polka dots. Okay, stripes I get a little leery of, but I noticed that they were going both directions. But polka dots, oh my God, I am such a lover oh, of love polka, polka dots. Too. I, love I am that. so, because they're so fun and festive and just, ah. So I know emerald green, but the green is one of the, the big, huge-fashioned um, colors of the season. But besides that, I'm going to have to defer to you guys at Pashi because I am, like, you know, barely skimming it, I'm okay. sure. Polka dots come with the warning label of, again, what we were talking about earlier, the age-appropriate. <laughs> Where, well. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I would agree with that. What I like about the season that I've noticed is normally spring pastels. Well, I'm very fair-skinned, and so I... I can't wear pastels. Oh. It washes me out. I've never been a fan. Um, I think they look great on everyone else, but what I'm excited is a lot bright, of bold, bright, bright colors. Yes, I saw that. This year, it's a lot of The black and white and was amazing. And, white. Yes. Yes. and they're mixing it with the bold colors. Yep. Pop, pop art is Oh, um, uh, I noticed that all the, uh, well, NARS, and, and I typically wouldn't say this, but NARS did an Andy Warhol collection. Yes. And the whole yes. Andy Warhol theme process is coming into spring, and it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. And that's where the polka dots come from. Yeah. It's huge. Pop art loves 
polka dots. Love and polka dots. And, and what I really love about the pop art is the bright colors. And but again, warning: don't wear too much. You can't wear too much. Don't mix different dyes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
dresses, and I'm not a velvet dress fan, but and the blazers for men, I well, know there's something about it. I used to know somebody who used to wear a velvet blazer. Yeah, and I guess that's why I have a problem with it. <laughs> it's a personality thing, maybe. Oh, my goodness. But, again, if you're not comfortable in it, it will show. And then, in the end, that's what will look bad. Okay, so, exactly. And I want to make this point is wear your clothes. Don't let your clothes wear you. Exactly. Bottom line, don't yes. let your clothes wear you. Um, fragrance is the same way. I think a lot of people, if the fragrance enters the room before you oh, do, the fragrance awesome. is wearing you, and you look like a shoddy dress. So, just saying. Yeah. Girl or Girl Wines, a woman's wine their girly girl time in their daily life. Girly Girl Wines also donates a part of its proceeds to help fund breast cancer as well as other different types of cancer research. Check them out at www.girlygirlwines.com. They're They're awesome. They are one of our big sponsors this year. We're so excited, so excited for the the different labels that they're working with. And um, Girly Girl Wines has actually teamed up with me to do a um, Get Your Girly Girl on event over here at Bellevue Nordstrom. It's Thursday. It's off the floor. And um, you're going to have uh, two to four different makeup looks to, to choose from. And we've got some little stations while you're waiting to, to learn how to do your look. Um, we've got some fun. We've got some swag bags. So uh, check it out. And uh, we are going to teach you how to do the, the, the look so that when you go home, you know that you can actually do this. I have one look. I wear no makeup. I wear mascara and that's it. But I don't know how to apply it right. Oh, so you totally. This one's going to be fun because of each we have these looks and they're all each look is paired up with the name of one of the girl or girl wines, so it fits that attitude. Oh, I love it's going to be it's going to be a blast. I think we're going to we're going to do this one um, this event again later on, but it's just a fun way to start off the year. Socially unacceptable. Um, we're going to finish the show with that, but I do. We've only got a couple minutes left, so I want to make sure that we get our. Um, our thank yous and stuff out there. Seattle Wine Exchange, your personalized wine service, a local independently owned company providing personalized service to the wine enthusiast. They specialize in creating unique wine events, providing personalized wine consultations, and offering retail sales of superior quality wine, beer, and sake. Check them out at seattlewineexchange.com and at their blog, blog.seattlewineexchange.com. With our show going national, we have started pulling out, um, putting all of our local events onto our Facebook page, so please be sure to check them out. Um, for social events throughout the week at LB Duchess and social media. We want to from sellers from Gallery, Poshi Magazine, Venice's Sinking Seattle, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Schwartz Brothers Restaurants, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and House Wine. Um, ending the show tonight, we are going to be with uh, Chocolate Shop Bubbly. We want to remind you all to like us on our Facebook page, Socially Savvy, to be entered into drawings for our prizes for um, from our sponsors as well. as Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Then you don't have to remember to find us. We'll find you. Yeah. Make all your social events that you attend better because you were there and have a Socially Savvy week. This recording will be going on, so um, if you're listening live, it will shut off in a minute, but you can go back and listen to the end because I do want to touch base on our Socially Unacceptable. Socially unacceptable. Because? Blunt works best. Yeah, blunt works best. <laughs> blunt works best. So it is socially unacceptable to publicly pass judgment on how someone is dressed at a social setting. Makes you look classless. I'm just saying. I was standing in just at work, and somebody made a comment about the length of somebody's jacket. And, you know, well, that's kind of cool. I, I get that. They were so adamant about how tacky that was and how it was just... You know, it would be such a pretty jacket if it would if. And I'm looking at it going, she wore it really well. 
Um, and, and I think that when we pass judgment and we're making these very um, tangent, directed thought processes, you want to remember that you, you don't know the person next thinking. Um, and you want to show some level of courtesy. I even said something and they still didn't back off. And I just, and that's when I just went, you know, two ears, one mouth, and I'm now shutting the mouth. <laughs> so, anybody, your socially unacceptable? My socially unacceptable. I think my biggest socially unacceptable is people who pass judgment on people that they've never even met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a big one for me. You know, you'll you'll be somewhere and they have a perception of maybe they've heard something from somebody and they already know they don't like you, even though you've never oh, met yeah. them. You know? yeah, no, that's a big one around yeah. town in Seattle, because Seattle's got the Seattle eyes. You know, oh, I agree. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. I heard. Well, you heard wrong. Well, see, you guys are nice because when somebody comes up to me and, and, and cops an attitude and their head goes back and forth and their hand goes on their hip and they go, I heard, and I go, I heard something about you too. <laughs> and it usually shuts them down right away. <laughs> I'm not from Seattle originally, so I don't have that sound. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Then again, when you walk down the street, how do you feel? They're like, you want People are people are a strange creature up here. I would say it's it, probably easier to approach people when it's sunny in Seattle than when it's when it's gray. I think everybody kind of loses it, literally loses it. I mean, we're so vitamin D deficient here; it's not even funny. I eat like seven thousand IEUs of vitamin D a day. I'm I'm not even kidding you, and that's what the doctor told the doctor told me when we were talking about it. The doctor said, "So you need to eat a lot of vitamin D, and you know you're deficient." And I go, "I live in Seattle; everyone's deficient." No, you're really deficient. Listen, I go, "So kind of like the deficient that they used to send you off to um, Phoenix for three or four months a year." She goes, "Yeah." Exactly. I was like, "Yes, I'm going to Cancun." <laughs> Okay. Touchy, 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 touchy. I love it. Touchy, touchy. Oh. I saw this. I went to we were someplace like some kind of somewhat fancy. And I, I, I suspect it happens to women too, but this one just kind of bothered me with a guy sort of in a nice comfort suit. He made me go around the corner, go to the bathroom. He Did he pick his nose? No, the other pick. Oh! oh. I've made that no. mistake before, but you know, when we wear nylons and stuff, you can't kind of help it. But the guy in a really nice dress suit. No, back up to a wall, man. Back up to a wall. Yeah. And my friend was like, Oh, you know, Understanding that your personality is not going to mesh with everybody else's, 
personality brings dynamic, brings, um, uh, you know, three-dimensionalism to events. It brings the fun to an event. You're not going to like everybody, and everybody's most certainly not going to like you, or me in my case. Um, And you do. You just kind of have to kind of run with it. And I've learned to start opening because here's what what I can say coming from a personal point of view. Typically, you having an issue with somebody is your issue, not theirs. It's so true. It's so true. Well, and, and my experience recently was um, I ended up mending things because of that and things oh, got better. Good. And I, I found that that worked better than, you know, where I had seen experiences where someone was blacklisted, I'm putting in quotes, blacklisted. And that caused more of an issue not just for the person who was blacklisted, but also for the person holding the event because now that person's going around back. You know, bad mouthing bad mouthing yeah. them. Oh, yeah. And so it's, it's just it looks poor on everyone. And so I feel like if you just I mean unless you know you're gonna cause trouble, that's yeah. a different situation. But you know, if you know that this person's not gonna cause trouble, they'll probably just be quiet. You just don't care for them. There's no reason why you can't allow them there to have a good time because in the end it could work out the way that it worked out for me, which I'm so glad that it did. Yeah. And I think you make a really good point. If you don't care for them, you first thing you look in the mirror and go, why don't I care for them? And typically, nine times out of ten, it's going to circle around back to you having an issue with something they're saying or doing. And again, that's your issue. And if you're going to socialize, if you're going to be out there, you're going to run across these people. And you do. You. This is what we talk about all the time, you know, being socially savvy, making sure people are comfortable around you. That's your responsibility. If you're going to be out in society, it is your responsibility to make sure people are comfortable around you. Don't have to like you don't have to agree with you. You don't have the same politics. You don't have to have the same religion. You don't have the same color. You don't have to have the same of anything. I don't like guacamole, and I'm Mexican, and I can stand on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it is really important that when you are social, that is an aspect of being social. You're not going to like everybody. And here's another thing. You're not always going to be comfortable around everybody. So, again, Keep it on the surface, be polite, and, and just move forward with it. Have some class and tact. Class and tact. Now, there's two words nobody yeah. knows anymore. You can keep your business and your personal, you know, and if your event, if you're holding an event, it becomes a business thing. Maybe a social thing, but if you're... Yeah, yeah that's true. That's where true business happens, is at social events. Yeah. And it happens... Let me, I want to I want to say this because people are going to take this and they're going to run with it. They're going. I heard on the socially savvy that every social event is a is a place for me to do business. No, no, no. <laughs> no. What happens is when you have true a true social atmosphere going on and real connections are being made, um, real things come up in life and opportunities will present themselves. Oh I'm going to say that again. I never go to a party without business cards. Well, an opportunity present opportunity presents itself there's a couple of little key hints here that you're going to know number one if you're like you're saying you always bring business cards exactly well but here's what i'm going to say is when you're in a social setting if you there's a connection going on and if it's a genuine connection they're going to ask for that business card socially savvy has always taught business cards are asked for not offered i agree 100 drive me up a wall you're just like you're out. talking and they're shoving it in your exactly. face and it's like who are you? Exactly. What are you trying to pick my nose with your car? Go away! <laughs> no, and this is one of the you know why we talk about this and I love it that this is the after show because now we can really get at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is is understanding that socially there is they call used to call it social graces and it was very strict guidelines of how you could and could not act. You know we're in a totally different era. Some of that stuff needs to be brought back, but not with, we're not unbending. 
you know, we understand personalities. We don't have the, the different issues with demographics or color or race or creed or any of that stuff anymore. So all that's gone under the carpet. Now what you've got to focus on is what is the purpose of socializing is to be around people and to share. Just to make like a contact, or not a contact, I'm sorry, but a connection. A connection, right. Exactly. And, and, and connection. Yes, and connections can lead to all different kinds of things. Don't always think that every connection is going to lead to business, exactly. because when you think that way, you start shoving business cards in people's faces, and here's the key. You won't get it asked back. You won't sure. get invited back. So if you want to be social, if you want to be around people, whether you're comfortable or not, just get out there and smile and listen. Use your, we were talking about earlier, use your God-given or however you want to say, however you thought you were created, two ears and one mouth. Use them proportionately. You'll learn so much and you'll have so much fun. Well, you never know. Like, Angelique and I are a great example of that. You know, we started out not knowing each other just a year ago and here we are not only just working together, but we pretty much talk to each other every day. <laughs> Well, and that's, a, that's how it develops. I mean, Jason and I met socially at um, the Sorrento Hotel in downtown Seattle um, for another friend's event, and we, uh, we, 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 took, we got to know each other for about a year, year and a half. We saw each other at different events, and we were at uh, the wine tasting event mm-hmm. over, not Edgewater, was it Edgewater? Um, yes. And, yeah, and I had an opening for, uh, with my show I had created, it was I wanted to have rotating co-hosts, and I wanted to create a little bit of stability, so I asked Mrs., you know, what do you think about coming on and, and being a guest host, and that's how it started. So, you know, when you're, when you're socializing with people, the whole thing is, is don't look, don't look for a way to make it happen. Just let it happen. See where it goes. Be natural. And sometimes it sometimes it happens overnight. Sometimes it happens over several years, and that's all okay. Just it's just part of your life. And see events. People who go to events and they don't realize it's not a party unless you have the funds to do it at the party. <laughs> right. That's one thing. Yeah. But don't put yourself on the business planner just because you have funds. Like I put this bid. It's incredible. It's like oh, <laughs> you just have money that would have a party, so call it a party. <laughs> show together last year, her and I, and I think by the end we were ready to strangle each other, mm-hmm. and it, but it turned out really successful, and, and it, yeah, I think we do are. it again, but we were at that level where it was not a party. So that's the thing is that I know <laughs> that's awesome. and I, we, we know our lines of demarcation, I know what I take care of, and if she takes care of, and we can pull on that, and that works, but it only came ours because we're both very blunt. Our, our, our relationships are very blunt. The people, our friends are very blunt. Oh, friends. yeah. This is who we are. I mean, we, we've had dinner parties over at her house, and my other half is oh, her house. Oh, wow. We're over here getting drunk and drinking. We're just watching the show. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they still, you know, hug it out. It's like, hey, cool, we're some friends. And that's I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah, let me jump in real quick. I want to yeah. a positive. Uh, it's socially acceptable, guys, to go up to another guy and go, yo, dude, your collar is all screwed up. You know, don't be a, uh, don't cock block them by a little stupid. It's cool. It's all right. And it's also cool. Oh. No, no, like just like this, you know. Oh, okay. And half there's another one. Half yeah. like, <laughs> so and there's another thing you can do. Like that, yeah. No, they don't. They don't. And, and guys, it's so tough to go up to a girl that's in a dress, and she's only one that's in a dress. And sometimes you get out of the bathroom, your skirt might be in your pants. Oh, yeah. Please like tell yeah. us yeah. that. I've done yeah. that. Yeah. And you can tell us. Let me, let me just say, if you don't tell us, you're a complete ass. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 
I don't care if you're a male or female, but if you see a blouse or something tucked in to a skirt or nylons or something, and you don't say something, that makes you an ass. I'm just putting it out there. That's just me. The worst one I ever saw. You tape it, put it on YouTube. That's yeah. No. Oh my God. The worst thing I ever saw. We were at a restaurant over in Alderman Mall, and this uh, waitress she came by. She's in black pants, and she had this pair of white on her ass, like like on her ass, like you could tell somebody went up and. Oh God. show today. We are excited. We are going to be celebrating our two-year anniversary. That show is going to be February 25th. Hopefully next week we will be um, announcing the location and um, getting ticket sales up. It's going to be a very nominal fee, but uh, we want to make sure that we can have a fun experience. We will be doing a live show, and there will be some fabulous prizes being given away. Of course, tons of wine, um, swag bags, and all that. So we're really looking forward to everybody being (laughs) being a part of that. Everybody have a socially savvy week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.